Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Bad Religion Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, a.k.a. I Kill Kenny, and I've started this podcast to share various Bad Religion songs, interviews, and other miscellaneous pieces of information that I've collected over the years. We'll get things started with a true classic Bad Religion song, Fuck Armageddon, This Is Hell, performed live at the Tuxedo Junction in 1996. Again, that was Fuck Armageddon, This Is Hell, recorded live in 1996 at the Tuxedo Junction in Danbury, Connecticut. I have several other relatively rare live shows that I will be sampling from each podcast, so you can look forward to a great deal more rare and live Bad Religion music. If you have any rare shows that you'd like to send or trade with me, or any other comments about this show, feel free to email me at brpodcast at gmail.com. That email address is, again is brpodcast at gmail.com. I'll put the email address in the show notes in case you missed it. Uh, Before we get started with more songs, I'd like to introduce you guys to the format of this podcast. About every two weeks, I'll be putting out a new episode of the podcast featuring songs, news, interviews, history, trivia, and listener comments. As I just mentioned, you can contribute to the show by emailing me at brpodcast at gmail.com or going to the podcast website currently located at brpodcast.blogger.com. That's brpodcast.blogger.com. At the website, you'll find topics of discussion as well as supplemental information to each episode. 
Uh, let's get into the next song. This one is off the extremely neglected album, Into the Unknown. Brad made some comments about a year ago about reissuing this album, but I don't believe that he's followed through with it at all. It's a real shame, as it would be great to have the remastered version, similar to How Could Hell Be Any Worse, Suffer, and No Control, and Generator, that they put out in 2004. Anyways, here's Losing Generation. Tranquil hide away 
While listening to that song, there always seem to be hints of vegetarianism in Greg's views. The lyrics, who is the animal? Who is the dangerous beast? Why were the others made? I know it wasn't just for our feast. At the very least, suggest a concern for animal rights. Of course, Greg asked in a concert in the 90s if anyone felt that me was murdered. He then replied that he didn't see how killing non-humans was murder. Regardless, it's still interesting to see how Greg's views have changed since the release of End of the Unknown. Anyways, let's move on to some bad religion news. I'd like to start off this section by thanking the brpage.net for providing me with most of the news stories for this podcast, as they have some of the best coverage on bad religion news out there. Probably the most important piece of news regarding bad religion is the DVD Live at the Palladium uh, is finally coming out on March the 7th of this year. As many of you probably remember, the DVD was filmed back in November of 2004 at the end of the Empire Strikes First initial tour, uh, which is about a year and a... almost a half now. Apparently there were some problems fixing and mastering the DVD, which led to the extreme delay. Looking at the setlist for the DVD, compared to the setlist for the two live shows, it's sort of a bummer, and some of the songs like Beyond Electric Dreams didn't seem to make the cut. It's also kind of unfortunate that they didn't really take the suggestions of the fans on the uh, official thread about it on the official Bad Religion site when the message board was still up. Uh, I remember that Billy and some other very rare but great songs were on the top of that list, and the band just seemed to completely neglect them. Anyway, um, hopefully uh, Beyond Electric Dreams and some of the other ones that they played but didn't put on DVD will make it there on a Easter egg form, but... Who knows, the Along the Way DVD didn't really have any extras that they didn't mention, so I'm not holding out too much hope. Anyway, back on topic, the DVD is thankfully coming out with some extra features. Uh, the coolest extra appears to be the live show from the New Wave Theater from the early 1980s. Uh, it, at, as very few bootlegs of this era exist, it's going to be great to see what will hopefully be some new, early footage of the band. Others extras on the disc include interviews with band members and the acoustic version of Cease that Grafton did to end the two nights taping. Also more commentary on the DVD in the next episode. In other news, the band played what I believe was their last show on the Empire Strikes First tour a few weeks after uh, a few weeks ago at the drum off condition. Competition. Oh man. Uh, the set list was pretty consistent with what they played on the 2005 North American tour, which is kind of a bummer. I'd really like to see the band throw some more variety into their live shows, especially with the extensive catalog of quality songs that they have. That's pretty much all the recent significant news regarding the band. Uh, in a future episode, I think I'll go over the whole webcam controversy and some other issues. For now, let's get back to the music. Here, as I promised, is a live version of Beyond Electric Dreams.
Once again, that was a live version of Beyond Electric Dreams. I'm not sure the exact show that the song is played, but I'm relatively sure that Fabio of the Bad Religion Sharing Club would know. He was the one who sent that file to the group, so I offer my gratitude to him. Speaking of the Bad Religion Sharing Club, I encourage anyone who is interested in live shows of Bad Religion to check it out. They have a ton of live shows spread over several Gmail accounts, and it's free to sign up and use. I'll post a link in the show notes. Let's move on to a section of the show called Bad Religion History. This episode's topic will be on the early solo work of the band's frontman, Greg Graffin. As a kid, Greg was involved in the choir and enjoyed singing in front of his family. Greg Graffin spent his early years in Wisconsin, but after his parents' divorce, he and his mom moved to the moved to outside of Los Angeles. Here's a clip of Graffin describing growing up in Canoga Park, California at the show, um, I believe it's Santa Monica, 1999. As some of you might know, Bad Religion grew up not too far from this very place, right over the hill in lovely Canoga Park, California. Now, it's clear to me very obvious that none of you really know where Canoga Park is because if you did you would not be cheering you'd be going but I'll tell you what I had no fucking choice in the matter I had to move there with my mom okay so she thought she was doing the right thing but as you know Canoga Park tends to be a little bit, uh, well, samey. It's a little samey, isn't it? All the houses look the same. The schools look like glorified prisons. Any of you guys go to school out there in the valley? Well, despite the prison-like nature of that school, Greg was able to meet the founding members of Bad Religion, Brett Gerowitz and Jay Ziskrout, and put out the first self-titled EP of the band, Bad Religion. However, Bad Religion was not the only outlet for Graffin's music in those early years. Greg also worked on some solo projects throughout the 80s. Here's one such solo song, Running Fast, which was released on the Desperate Teenage Love Dolls soundtrack. Yeah, I'm running fast from the 
the freaks makes me glad And I'm trying my best to instill what was here before But I better get a move on Cause I'm running fast from the world out there You know I'm running fast from the world out there Once again, that was a song called Running Fast, released on the desperate teenage love doll soundtrack in the early 1980s. After you've been to a lot of bad religion shows, or at least heard a lot through bootlegs, you know that the banner isn't really their strong suit. However, sometimes the band is able to pull together something halfway entertaining or enlightening, so in that vein, here's the first of what will be an ongoing series, Not So Bad, Bad Religion Banter. Here goes. I'd like to give a, what do they call it, a shout out? I'd like to give a shout out. It's a laundry detergent, Greg, sorry. Shout out. Shout it out. To the guy over there at the bar, he gave me a coffee before the show. Thanks a lot. He didn't even ask questions because my friend went and said, the singer from Bad Religion really needs a cup of coffee. He didn't even ask a question. Maybe it was a she. Was it a she? Oh, it's a guy. Thanks a lot. He didn't even ask. He just said, if he needs a cup of coffee, it's cool by me, bro. He did some gesture where he hit himself in the chest. Does he have a, uh, does he have a guard? So this is for him. <laughs> I, still, I still don't know what the hell that is. Do me a favor. Make a pledge to me that in the rest of your life, you won't go and do this. I'm not saying you gotta follow me, I'm just saying the world would be a lot better if people weren't doing this every day. part of the show would usually be reserved for some listener interactions. But since this is the first episode, there aren't any actual listeners to participate. Instead, I'll use this time to talk a little about myself. My name is Mike, although I go by the name of Ico Kenny Online. Clever, ain't it? I'm currently 19 years old, and I am attending the University of Maryland near Washington, D.C. Anyways, I've been a Bad Religion fan for about seven years now, having first discovered them hearing the song You and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. The awesomeness of that song drove me to download some of the other songs off of Napster, and I was instantly hooked. I bought all ages, and then subsequently purchased all of the remaining albums over the next few years. Just goes to show how Napster did in fact encourage me to experience and ultimately purchase more music than I would have if it didn't exist. Within about a year, I was also collecting bootlegs, and over time, I have built up a large collection of bootlegs, although it's still very small compared to the number that some of the more legendary bootleggers out there have. Well, that's about enough about me. I'd like to hear uh, about—I'd like to hear from you guys about your first experience with Bad Religion. Uh, just head over to the show's website, 
brpodcast.blogger.com or send me an email at brpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to include a name you'd like to be identified by. You can send clips in either text or audio form. If you send an audio file, I'll try to play it on the next episode. In a break from the standard Bad Religion songs that I've been playing since the start of the show, it's now time for a cover song. Here's Modern Man off the tribute album Punch Rock Songs by the German, I think, band Generator. Farb die Scheiße! rendition of Modern Man, search around for the entire Punch Rock Songs album released a few years ago. If you can't find it, send me an email and I'll see if I can get it to you. Now it's time for another soon-to-be regular feature of the show, the interview section. In this section, I'll play an audio interview with the band from some period in their career, and in the event that I run out of these audio interviews, highly likely, I'll come up with some measure for recreating the print interviews. Anyways, Here's the first part of one from right before they released The New America while on tour with the group. We're used to nature. Yeah? Nature is part of something that we all enjoy. Well, Greg and I enjoy it. I think we're probably the only two in the band that enjoy it as much as we do. I think it's actually part of traveling uh, with the Warp Tour every year, too. No, that's all. That's about dirt and, and elbow dirty Kool-Aid. Oh, yes, and concrete. <laughs> we did that. Look, we did that once. <laughs> now you've got us doing it every year. Uh-huh. It's never happening again in this lifetime. Well, they brought us back here. Oh, this yeah. is about as close to it as yeah, you can get, I guess. Really. I can't believe it The way You recorded uh, 
no substance at your house, I think. And I know you guys are working on a, a new album uh, with uh, Todd Rundgren, right? Yeah, we're not working on it yet, but uh, that's coming up later this summer, yeah. And will you be uh, kind of doing the same process as you did with No Substance, which is writing in the studio, or...? I don't think so. I think we're gonna we're gonna work a little harder on uh, getting a, getting more songs out uh, before we go in. I, I like doing that on No Substance. It was a lot of fun. But you know the, the the converse side of that fun was what the hell are we doing? You know, and and that's that's also fun and exciting. And I, I like having I like having the ability to do that. But I also I like to put out good records. So. The record is its own uh, experience, really. At that time, we tried to do something that we knew would be a challenge, and I think we met that challenge. This is another kind of challenge, working with someone who's got a lot more experience than we do at, at making records, and you can learn something in the process. Okay, I'm eating him. Go, go, go. He's gone. I didn't see that. Okay, okay, there you go. <laughs> well that's it for this episode please visit the podcast website currently located at brpodcast.blogger.com for more information on the podcast and for getting involved if anyone is particularly interested in joining me as a guest on a future episode over skype or some similar program feel free to send me an email or post it there I'll leave you with two songs. The first song is another rare solo song from early in Greg's career called Tom Dooley from the early Greg Graffin album nicknamed American Standards. This is actually a rather common folk song, and I found several different renditions of it on the internet. Interestingly, in Graffin's rendition of the song, he changes the line, You can take my fiddle to You can take my banjo, as he presumably was playing a banjo instead of the more traditional fiddle. Uh, then we'll also end on a live version of Tested played in 1997 at Coney Island. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure to subscribe so that you are instantly updated with new episodes, which will probably start in about two weeks. Thanks. Bye. Bang your head, Tom Dooley, hang your head and cry. You killed the Rory Foster and you know you're bound to die. Shoes. Hang your head, Tom Dooley, hang your head and cry. You killed poor Lori Foster, and you know you're bound to die. You took her by the hillside, for to make her your wife. You took her by the hillside, and there you took her life. You took the grave four feet long, and you dug it three feet deep. You lay your big coat over her and you drop
Thank you. 